0: We have gathered here tonight to do something very strange, something countercultural. We've gathered here to say, It's me. It's my fault, and I am the one who has something to own. I am the one who has done what I ought not to have done. I am the one who has left undone what I ought to have done. I am the one who is impatient and proud and self-obsessed. I am the one with a runaway tongue and a shallow faith. I am the one who cannot be bothered about the poor or the suffering of others. We've gathered tonight to take a break from our instinct to blame and point the finger at someone else or something else and to own our part. We have come to acknowledge something that is true about us. And that is we are a people in need of forgiveness. And for some of us, our understanding of sin is thin and we're not sure that we even need to be here tonight and do this. Maybe this seems a little excessive. And I think we can all think of someone who we think needs to be here. Someone who certainly needs to do more repenting than we do. Whatever I did, it's really not that big of a deal anyway. Or I have really good reasons for why I do what I do. And many of us really do have really good reasons for why we lack gratitude and why we don't tell the truth and why we don't pray. We have really good reasons for why we are the way we are and often those really good reasons give us sufficient grounds to think that we don't need forgiveness. But we gather together tonight and hear a different story from the scriptures and the witness of the church. The script from our culture tells me that I'm basically okay. Like maybe I've made a handful of bad calls. And if I do enough self-help or enough good deeds, then the universe will balance itself out. But the story of the people of God says that I am sick with a disease of sin, both internally and externally. That internally I am bent towards self-obsession and self-governance. And even our piety, as we heard in our gospel reading, is marred by self-interest. And externally I am governed by forces of evil calling me away from a life of deep obedience to my Creator, and I cannot free myself, and I cannot make right what is wrong. I am a person in need, and it's a really big deal, and I'm going to die. It is very hard, you might say impossible, to receive something that we don't think we need. And the whole reason we are here today rests on the premise that we are people in need of forgiveness. So on Ash Wednesday, we come to the core of reality and we approach something true about us. Here in the presence of God, neither permissive nor condemning, we hear the truth about ourselves and we are called to respond. And we call this response repentance. We might also call it the window to freedom from which we have the vantage point to finally see and this freedom is what the Lord mercifully invites us into. And this is what Ash Wednesday is for. For a radical, I'm not blaming anyone else, honesty that calls us to spiritual maturity. And we will in just a moment echo David's prayer. Have mercy on me, O God according to your loving kindness, in your great compassion, blot out my offenses. And it's not just about them, we realize. It is also about us. And I can only start with me. And this moment of honesty is the seminal moment for a new beginning. And the miracle of it all is that in Jesus, God has and is and will do the work of forgiving and of setting free and of making right what is wrong and of offering abundant life. And this is all a deep and profound grace. So let us, this evening, in the words of the psalmist, return to the Lord our God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast, constant, faithful love. Amen. Dear people of God, the first Christians observed.